Welcome, welcome to this series called Under the Virgo Moon. We are back. This is part of our series wherein we wonder what is the star weather and what is what are meditations we can pull from it. In this episode, we are exploring rhythm, risings, and the mood of the moon. I'm a baby astrologer. So this is a lot of new information for me. For example, I named a week-long series after a Virgo moon. And then found out that the moon shifts every 2.5 days to a new sign. So this entire series has not been under a Virgo moon. Not even, not even a minute of it. The beginner's mindset is valuable. Mostly because we are asking questions. And questions are creating all these vacuums in the universe that are generating power. What else generates power? Rhythms. This is one of the reasons I'm infatuated with rhythm. Another reason is that the better I am at maintaining a rhythm, the better I am at being in my body and understanding what are the subtle changes that are affecting it. So when we are in a rhythm, we feel secure in our bodies. And when we feel secure in our bodies, we're more open to incoming information. And information is always coming. We are constantly dancing with the changes in our surroundings. And from this rhythmic and therefore open state, we engage the ability to be inspired by our dance partners and to adopt the moves of theirs that we want. And from this rhythmic and therefore open state, we are privy to awareness which is all we need to reprogram our responses to this onslaught of vibes, to this dancing partner, to this weather. With awareness, we are able to use weather and its changes as fuel To loop us back into astrology, this is one reason why we're fascinated by astrology. Because it's trying to calculate the astrological body's rhythms. It is aware of cycles. Everything moves in rhythmic spirals. And we've been compiling notes on what the poles and postures that the moons and planets and stars are doing for ages we've been compiling these notes. 
It's the same reason I trust the acupuncturist to put a needle in my pinky finger. People have been putting needles in pinkies for 5,000 years. There are energy pathways in the bodies that we can't see. But we know about them. That is to say that like acupuncture, astrology is a practiced discipline with deep roots. But beyond its tried and trueness, the conversations I've had about astrology have won me over. Combining self-awareness with spatial awareness and sharing that among friends is a recipe for connection. Therefore, astrological conversations used that used to stress me out now are fuel for connection. They used to stress me out because I thought they were judgmental. I have a scorpion sun sign. Therefore, everybody's like, Ooh. or, oh, when I tell them that and I'm like, that's judgmental. We're trying to connect here. But it turns out even judgment is a bid for a connection. Judgment is what we do when we put a phenomenon into words. Judgment is putting something into a category so that we can move it around a little easier in our brain. Okay, let's get into rhythm. To do so, I'll lead us in five minutes of breathing with a metronome. And I'll say mantras related to the parts of the body that are ruled by the Sagittarius moon. Because that's what we're under right now. So I'm being inspired by astrology for my meditation. All right, metronome, go. I am the power... An authority in my life. I forgive easily. There is joy in every day. I am balanced and free. I move with ease and joy. I love. And peace. Love and peace are what I know. I choose to live through the open space in my heart. I look for love and find it everywhere. I am the power and authority in my life. I forgive easily. There is joy in every day. I am balanced and free. I move with ease and joy, love 
peace are what I know. I choose to live through the open space in my heart. I look for love and find it everywhere. Sacrum, I am the power and authority in my life. I forgive easily. Trying to find rhythm is finding rhythm. Same, same. <laughs> I forgive easily. I forgive myself for losing the rhythm. I forgive myself for being cold. I forgive myself for pausing for a lot longer than I inhale. There is joy in every day. Hips. I wiggle my hips. Exhale, form my hips. I am balanced and free. I move with ease and joy. Liver, love and peace are what I know. I choose to live through the open space in my heart. I look for love and find it everywhere. It's probably enough. I know I said five minutes, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the rhythm. I'm feeling the loss of rhythm and the rig the regaining of rhythm. I'm feeling the joy in my hips and movement. And I feel the power that rhythm gives us. What do you feel in your body after that? What do you feel in your mind? All right, cool. Next, what else can the moon tell us? What is the moon, the mood, the mood of the moon, and our mood, mood too, our moon mood too. Today the moon is in Sagittarius. Under this moon, we are collectively meditating on what is honesty. What is sincere, what is direct, what is expressive. 
I tried to believe for a while that honesty had a lot to do with words. I tried to call people with dishonest words liars. And I tried to minimize my language to use only the words that were actionable and simple. Doing so made me cringe at all the words that were abstract. All the words that had a variety of meanings, like the word really, really became a trigger word and sent me into a spiral. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means to you. Nobody knows what that means. Why are you saying it? Then I said, really, one time when I wasn't paying attention. And I realized it worked just fine. That whatever was choosing my words, it was okay to trust it. Sometimes I say words that are weird, but the other person understands. So I figured it is some intrinsic knowing that is choosing the words. I figure I'm using a shared language. So they are not necessarily just my words. And I understand now that honesty is in my intention. Honesty is in my delivery. Something comes in me, not sure what it is. Then it comes out of me, still not sure what it is. And I just trust it. I just can trust it all the way. I have the option of trusting it all the way. To further drive in the point that the honesty is in the delivery. I learned this tactic for when I'm anxious to say, or when I'm in a hurry to say, I am in a hurry. Or when I'm going slow, I can say I'm slow. And the intention along with the magical way that words unlock passageways in our brain. Can completely change my vibe. Okay. So what else is honest? Emotions and feelings our expression, our attitude, our posture, our energy. And connection. Here's the story of connection. 
two days ago, I hung out with two friends that I used to hang out with 20 years ago. We were comparing notes. We were all shocked by how different our lives look than how we envisioned them. Envisioned them. Yet, we were all satisfied with our lives. We were laughing and agreeing about the same amount that we used to, but at different things than we used to. How does this happen? How can everything that mattered not matter anymore? We can charge our age or the stars or neurotransmitters. We can blame parents. We can try to talk about what it's not all day. We can try to label it all day, but it all leads up to the same thing. To trust the phenomena of connection. To trust that it will still be there next time. When all the other circumstances are different, the connection will still be there. This is the connection that occurs when I have conversations about astrology. We agree and connect. We connect to ourselves and then to others and then to the stars. All right, here's an example of connection via astrological conversation. So we were talking about how Virgo energy is all like organized and list makey and equinox energy whatever you'll see but we all just realized we were doing the same thing and that's you can hear the laughter and the magic that ensues oh yeah these are the voices of Kiriel Clark Hannah Clark and Willie Siegel so I'm writing down my calendar and I'm just filling in March I'm like yeah today why not look at February Cool. Nothing. Look at January. Cool. Nothing. You know, let's fill in March. Lots of stuff. Cool, Kiriel. Like, getting it. Getting it. (laughs) Yeah, I've been feeling that. I've been feeling that pretty hardcore. Like, I've been like, I like been planning this week for like a few weeks now, like of like all the different things I was going to do. I just wrote down like, like what I'm doing each day, my appointments, basically. I did that too. Oh my God. (laughs) And this is the only week I've done that. Yeah, same. (laughs) Why? (laughs) We're all doing the same list making. Oh my God. This is the new year right now. The like the spring equinox is the starting of the year. So this is the time to make your new year's resolutions. This is the time to like all of that, those things that it like, um, Sierra put it really well. Um, all the compost she's been making, it's time to plant those flowers, you know, over that like lull of the Mm -hmm. uh, last quarter. Um, you know, this is the time to be in line with the earth and start making your goals. Yeah pushing those things forward now and it makes sense because I'm like way more successful at making plans right now than I was in January even though I was like really attempting to like really process and think that 
I'm a bit of a connection junkie. And I don't have any uh, graceful way to segue into the next topic, which is what is a rising? For being a connection junkie, my segues are pretty weak. (laughs) What is a rising? What is an ascendant? A rising is said to be the mask that we wear. Another way to say that is that our rising is how we awaken to the new. It is the personality that people see when they first meet us. It is our social approach. It is our interface with the world. Our personal rising sign is determined by whatever constellation is ascending over the eastern horizon whenever you're taking your first breath. This changes every few hours, and that change is consistent at the equator, but because the Earth is tilted, it takes some constellations a little bit more time creeping up over the horizon than others. Therefore, what I've determined from this information is that St. Petersburg, Russia has a lot more people with ascendants in Leo, Scorpio, Virgo, and Libra, while Concepcion, Chile hosts a lot more people with ascendants in ascendants. <laughs> in Aquarius, Taurus, Capricorn, and Gemini. At the poles, this is all wonky. And so trying to do astrology at the poles or for people who are born in northern Finland or any part in Finland, actually. There's a few ways to try to figure it out. But again, in this Sagittarius mood, we can look at the intention. How do you get an honest reading? You pose an honest question, an honest intention, honesty is in the intention. So I don't know if an honest intention is really like, might be like a little redundant saying that, but I was looking it up and there's a polar astrologer who I'm going to quote. His name is Andrew J. Bevan, and his website is astronor.com. Andrew says, and I don't know if Andrew is a he, him, so I'm going to say they. Houses appear to be a different size, but are all actually equally large, and it's all a matter of how the apple is divided into slices. Astrology is a language and a matter of dialects. If one approach doesn't work, We can always adopt and approach the problem from a different angle. If the chart doesn't show houses, then maybe you didn't need them. Or maybe the question wasn't radical. End quote. I like how he says, how they say that astrology is a language. And what I gleaned is that 
the honesty of the reading of the stars is found in its intention. Hmm. So, for homework, set an intention for a meditation session. For example, an intention I set for a meditation session was, I intend to explore my relationship to weak vibes. My intention for this podcast is to connect with others. Puzzles land in my lap. I connect the dots and I get so jazzed that I want to share this feeling with the world. In closing, I'm looking at you in the eye and I'm saying thank you. I love you. You're essential to my breathing. Thanks for breathing with me. I feel validated and courageous. I know your intention is true and honest and will be honest even as the words change. I trust our connection. Maybe I'll sign out with the metronome. Next time, I love you. Breathe.